Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. It is Monday, March 28th. Yes, that really happened. And this is People Every Day. Hey, everyone. It's me, Janine Rubenstein. And you guys, um, today's show is going to be a little different because, well, because of how differently last night went. Will Smith smacked Chris Rock live at the Oscars. And to say there's a lot to get into here is an understatement. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it, all right? (laughs) It's, that was a, that was a nice one, okay. I'm out here, Uh uh-oh, Richard. (laughs) Oh, wow, wow. It's now being called the slap heard round the world. Last night, before presenting the Oscar for Best Documentary, Chris Rock made a joke directed toward Will's wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, saying, Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. So immediately, I'm thinking it's in reference to her gorgeous military-style green gown that I had just seen on the red carpet. But then I realized she's, you know, rocking a shaved head as well. So while Will initially laughed at the joke, Jada was clearly not amused. Next thing, the world knew, Will walked on stage and slapped Chris Rock, returned to his seat, and commenced to yell at him twice. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Wow, dude. Yes. It was a G.I. Jane joke. Keep my wife's name out your f***ing mouth. I'm going to, okay? I, like nearly everyone I know, have watched this moment over and over again and can't stop thinking about it and talking about it. It's also worth noting that before the Smiths walked the red carpet, long before the ceremony, Will posted a video to Instagram of him and Jada all decked out and glammed up, and the caption read, got all dressed up to choose chaos. Well, promise fulfilled. So the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences released a statement saying the Academy condemns the actions of Mr. Smith at last night's show. We have officially started a formal review around the incident and will explore further action and consequences in accordance with our bylaws, standards of conduct, and California law. Those bylaws state that if a member is found to have violated the standards, that, quote, the Academy may take any disciplinary action permitted by the Academy's bylaws up to and including suspension of membership or expulsion from membership. I mean, it's surreal that something like this happened at the Oscars and people was there for it all. I was on the red carpet. Multiple staffers were milling about inside and joining me now to break it all down is People TV's Jeremy Parsons and People West Coast executive editor, Liz Leonard. Jeremy, Liz, thank you for being here. Good to talk to you. Great to be here. Just first reaction. I need to know from both of you because there were so many people saying it's staged. What did you think? I'll start with you, Liz. I was actually fairly sure that it was real. I could see a close-up on the screen of Will's face, and he he looked so mad, so angry. And I was like, 
wait, this, this is full on real. What is happening? Everything changed in the room almost immediately. I mean, the vibe went from sort of joyous and to just wildly tense. You could hear a pin frigging drop. I wasn't in the room, so I was watching with a group of people and it was like, wait, what? And then after they muted the audio, it was like, wait, this, is, this isn't planned. But the fact that Chris Rock didn't move at first, I thought, okay, this is something. But when they cut to Will and we saw him mouthing the words, it was like, oh, no, no, this just happened. And then we knew right then it's like, this is the headline of the night. Nothing else that happens is going to be talked about. Of this the year. Of, of the, the year. year. Right, I mean, sure. I, I, my husband and I went back and forth about it because he was like, no, that that doesn't happen. That can't happen. Like, it's it staged. They're, they're doing a bit. And I saw, I'm, I'm with you, Liz. I saw Will Smith's face, and then I saw Chris Rock's face. I, I've been calling it an open-handed punch. <laughs> I know it was a slap, but it was so hard. And he took it. Like, took it, r- started joking again. And I can see why people <laughs> thought maybe. But as he kept talking, you could see that that hurt. So, I I mean, let's just go to the history because a lot of people went there immediately. If you went on social media, it was like, ooh, does this have anything to do with 2016? So so take me into that a little bit. There was a whole situation in 2016 where different people, various people were boycotting the Oscars. Uh, Chris Rock made a joke about, you know, uh, that Jada had had chosen, you know, not to come. Jada's going to boycott the Oscars. Jada boycotting the Oscars is like me boycotting Rihanna's panties. <laughs> I wasn't invited. It was a crude joke at the time. And then he, he commented on Will not being nominated that year. So there was a v- very personal jab, not only to Jada, but to both of them. Yeah, he, he said he said it's also not fair that Will was paid $20 million for Wild Wild West. And and he's known for this comedy, right, Liz? Yes, you, you can argue that Will and everyone was sort of fair game and they should expect the unexpected from Chris. But, you know, sort of that said, the response, I, I would think, far eclipsed uh, any expectation. I'm still sort of gobsmacked by the entire thing. <laughs> I yeah. almost can't put it into words. Yes, you can expect Chris to make all kinds of insane jokes and everyone in the room is fair game. I mean, in Will's mind, it certainly was taken too far. They're Hollywood heavyweights. They've been in rooms together. I'm talking about Rock and, and Will and Jada. But yeah. um, we we have sources saying that it's always been tense. And it should be noted that was the year of Oscars so white. The Academy made a point of, you know, having a black host and addressing the issue. And they've been working for years. And she became, you know, the butt of Rock's joke, even in a moment where she was trying to call attention to, to what was happening. I just felt like my immediate feeling after it was obviously real was there was more bad blood than we're aware of. That's how it mm-hmm, felt to me. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's not like Will and Jada aren't privy to the fact that the Oscars comedians are going to roast the crowd. That's what they always do, right? A few things can be true at once. It can simultaneously be true that it's not a good look for a comedian to make some fun of someone with a health condition. It's also not a good look to assault a comedian physically when you when you don't like their joke. So exactly. all of those things can be true at the same time. And it still is the wild card factor that all of this happened with A-listers Live on the Oscars. Mm-hmm. But you but you bring up something there, um, the health condition. And that is another line of this that caught on really quickly. The fact that Jada has been open about struggling with alopecia, which is an autoimmune disease that affects hair growth. Uh, it causes hair loss. And it's, it's something that affects a number of black women. And you see that circling online as well, saying like, that was a particularly bad joke in its essence, considering what she's going through. Not that we've heard from Chris Rock that that's what he was poking fun at, but 
taking that all into account. We are all speculating because we haven't heard anything. Chris Rock, as far as we know, right, Liz, disappeared after that happened. That's correct. He did. And and in fact, Will Smith also, he didn't do the press room, which everyone expected him to do, obviously, after he won. But I was just going to say that, yes, everything that Chris has said in a public way involving Jada has been very fraught and taken incredibly seriously by both Will and Jada. I'm fairly certain Will and Jada both assumed, you know, the alopecia was being overlooked and made and, and sort of made fun of. Let's talk about this room. Let's, I mean, Lupita Nyong'o has herself become a meme at this point. She's sitting right behind them. She is in utter shock and looking between the two of them. Um, But we also hear that there were, there was just a conversation with Denzel Washington. And he mentioned this in his speech, like just the response that we saw in the moment, the shock, but then the after effects, the standing ovations, the, you know, all of that. Liz, you were there. How did that roller coaster go? The first response was complete shock. Everyone realized it was completely real. And um, everyone from Nicole Kidman to Lapita to Denzel were, you know, sort of obviously and openly floored by what was going on. And then I I will say during the commercial breaks, it was a stream of A-listers coming up to mostly Will and Jada. I obviously don't know exactly what was being discussed, but there were a lot of hugs. Nicole and Keith both hugged Will. Denzel had, you know, very long discussion with him and everyone sort of crouched around their, their orchestra seats. It was all a buzz on the, on the orchestra floor and people sort of streaming up to seemingly offer supportive or at least comforting remarks. I mean, Will was clearly shaken in the moment. I mean, he was, you saw on stage, he was all but weeping, in fact, was weeping. And, and the same sort of stuff was going on in his seat too before he won. Were you surprised at all, Jeremy, by the support in that moment? I know just even speaking with my producer, Chrissy, we were going back and forth about this. She was saying how she was shocked, and I was as well, that he was in his seat after that commercial break. Were you surprised that things just kind of just kept going? I was on Twitter and everyone was like, wait, so we're just acting like that didn't just happen. (laughs) And, And then after people had a chance to distill it, obviously a lot of the takes got a little hotter about like, Why wasn't he removed? Why didn't security step in? Where was security? I think across the board, everyone was just so floored that that would be something that could even possibly happen. Who knows what the logic was? But to me, yes, I I thought it was a shocker that there wasn't maybe more of an acknowledgement. I felt personally like there could have been more of a moment for Will. I guess I expected and anticipated him to have more of 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 a framing moment for what had happened when he gave his speech. But I expected to hear him say something like, when I looked at my wife and saw the pain on her face, knowing what she's been through, knowing what we've gone through, I had a visceral reaction and I apologized for that. And he he did have an apology. He didn't apologize directly to Chris Rock. But to me, I just expected him to frame it a little more with what led him to react in such a strong way. To the point about what the thinking was behind that, Liz, you actually do. You talk to a source who knows what was happening on the Academy side of things. Yeah, I mean, it's not just the Academy. You've got ABC. You have the personal representatives. There's a whole sort of posse of people around the experience and they're not all in the same place. There's some backstage, some are in the audience, some are at home, you know, some are not on their phones and they've got sort of a few minutes to make a huge decision. They absolutely discussed removing Will and honestly, if more time had been available, that I can imagine that would have happened. They initially did not know it was 
real either. Like the reaction that everyone had, that um, whether it was the academy, the, the network, what have you, they didn't know if it was a, a bit or not. And so just like our, our reactions are like, okay, this is real. What do we do? You, you had a great quote from, from the source saying like, there's no planning for this. If Will Smith smacks Chris Rock in the middle of our live show, here's what we're going to do. <laughs> exactly. In, in the case of violence between two A-listers, you know, this is how we proceed. Like, no, there, there, there's, there's no plan. At the biggest awards show. There will be a contingency now. Goodness gracious. That said, they also were checking on Chris Rock to make sure that he was okay. And in fact, he was asked if he wanted to press charges. And it's our understanding that he did not want to. And so in some ways that takes it out of a legal matter. I believe the LAPD posted that they were aware of the situation that happened at the Oscars and the individual chose not to press charges. If that changes in the future, they will be there to investigate. When it comes to that speech, he gets up, he, you know, he wins because people were still on social media saying, now he can't win. That's not how this works. Right. And Liz, you can set up how <laughs> yeah. this works. <laughs> but that was the feeling like, is he going to win? Oh, my God, he did win. He's taking the stage. Richard Williams um, was a fierce defender of his family. I got to protect Sanaya and Demi, the two actresses that played Venus and Serena. I'm being called on in my life to love people and to protect people. And I know to do what we do, you got to be able to take abuse. You got to be able to have people talk crazy about you. In this business, you got to be able to have people disrespecting you. And you got to smile and you got to pretend like that's okay. Thank you, D. Denzel said to me a few minutes ago, he said, at your highest moment, be careful. That's when the devil comes for you. What was your reaction, Liz, to his speech? I was very torn. I was sort of moved by his tears and by the moments of contrition. But it was also very confusing because he was speaking about being a vessel of love. Yeah. When he had just, I mean, openly assaulted someone on a global stage. Yeah. So I think that Will was also still sort of processing the entire thing, just like we all were. Mm-hmm. Who knows if he, in fact, wishes he had, you know, sort of taken a higher road, both uh, in the room as well as on stage in, in his um, acceptance speech. It appeared to me as if he was melding an initial acceptance speech with what had just happened in the room and sort of thematically trying to dovetail them into, you know, one one kind of all-encompassing speech. As people process it more, I think it won't really sort of go over quite as well as he as he had hoped. I, I just want to tell you guys, when I, when I saw the speech, I was like gritting my teeth the entire time. And you could feel that he was stressed and he was processing and it was still, he was still also angry. Yeah. And I think yes. that's why you didn't get the Chris Rock apology. As he said it, I apologize to the Academy. I apologize to my fellow nominees. 
no Chris Rock apology at all. I do think that words have consequences, and a lot of people are saying that. You can't just say, you know, anything to people. People might react, but also those reactions have consequences. I think what we all felt, and maybe what the room even felt, was this weird tearing of, here's Will Smith, one of the most beloved, liked actors in the world, right? That's it. One of the most beloved A-list actors. Having such an overarching and aggressive response to something felt unlike what we knew him to be publicly. And so I think that that's why you saw the room and other actors come around him because it felt like a moment of, are you okay? This is not who we know you to be. But from the public's perspective, that's the tearing part as you're watching him in tears give this speech. Here's Will Smith, who we know and love as a public figure, as an actor. Uh, and then trying to somehow mentally wrap our minds around what we had just seen happen and how, what is the appropriate response and what would we even be satisfied for? A lot of people are saying, like, were it not Will, like, let's just take the action at hand. Were it not him, what should the response, what would the response have been? A lot of people are doing, like, the what ifs. What if that was Ricky Gervais and not Chris Rock up there? But I want to talk about Will because you said we don't really know him. And I feel like uh, I, I know him more than I ever have after, you know, his memoir this past year. And I ended up writing it up for the magazine, but it has been just nonstop news details about their, I mean, starting from Red Table Talk and everything about his and Jada's relationship and and them kind of affirming that they did have an open marriage at one point. We have gotten more Will and more Jada than we have ever had before. My mother and I had never even discussed my father, you know, being abusive with her. We had never talked about it. Ever? Before? Before, and the first time that we actually sat down and acknowledged the reality was when I read her the the chapter. I always had the sense of being a coward um, because I watched my father beat up my mother and I didn't do anything. For a nine-year-old, it's hard to break that programming. You mentioned a time, I think you were 13, Mm -hmm. that you said he he hit her for the last time. And she left, Mm -hmm. is what you wrote, that you actually thought about suicide. My mind had twisted it into being my fault that my parents weren't, you know, staying together and somehow I had failed. That's the thing that you just never know what's going on. I want to figure out what you guys feel about how that may play into this. Are they feeling being the butt of not just Chris Rock's jokes, but so many others because they have opened up the way they have about their life. What do you think about that, Liz? Well, I think that Will especially is sort of this larger than life, happy character that we, you know, have gotten to know through his movies and just, I mean, he's, he's, you know, sort of ebullient as a man. And I think, yes, in the last year, he's, you know, revealed a lot of other layers to him that actually have made him more sympathetic as he wrote in his memoir, terrible abuse growing up and and, and a very fraught and violent early childhood. And as far as, you know, Jada and and Will's marriage, it's also been, you know, a complicated one. But I I will say that being in the room, Jada 100% supported what what was going down with with, with Will. And uh, if you looked at her face while he was speaking, giving his um, acceptance speech, she was full of adoration and and love. And, and, and all of reporting since then has indicated that I really don't think she wished she did anything different. 
I think people are honestly still processing and, and perhaps in retrospect, maybe he wouldn't have received the standing ovation he did if people were, were presented with that option today. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, what what's your take on, on how this plays out from here, Jeremy? I'm wondering, oh, we saw that they went to the Vanity Fair after party and the whole family turned out and they were happy and joyous. He has his Oscar there. You know, you can see that he's having some deep conversations with certain people if you watch some of the videos out of that party. Other times he's dancing to Miami, his song. I think he danced and sang to his like whole, the, his top playlist. Yeah. <laughs> like multiple videos, multiple songs, like nothing had ever happened. My number one question is I can't wait to hear what Chris Rock has to say. And will Chris Rock now do like a whole set? Well, that is a big thing. Like you were seeing that Kathy, Kathy Griffin has spoken out about, you know, how she took what happened and the fact that she is a comedian and that their job is to make jokes. Like, that is it. And she has seen an uptick in just everyday men and women coming up on stage and 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 having visceral reactions to jokes and that that is not okay. I saw a video of, of Trevor Noah speaking with Will at the Vanity Fair party, also a comedian, also someone who, you know, calls calls things out from his show. I wonder what he said. I really want to know, just from a comedic perspective, I wonder what Dave Chappelle is going to say about this. There is zero chance that um, you won't see Chris Rock and many other comedians having having their, their say and their run um, about, about this. And I am sure the Grammys next weekend, it'll be alive and well and remembered. Absolutely. And you know what? Chris Rock wakes up this morning, the most coveted, sought-after interview in the whole world. He has, a, he has an opportunity. And the, the great thing about a comedic mind like him uh, is that and his career and his place in our pop culture is that he will be able to take a minute and harness this and figure out a way to respond. And Chris Rock is a comedian through and through. He has made he has been able to make even very hard things about his own life into his comedy sets and everything else. I I, I just suspect there's going to be comedy gold from his perspective that comes out of it. He is a class act. I'm, I'm just going to say it. Was it Marlon Wayans who told us on the carpet last night at Vanity Fair? He was like, I can take a joke. I can't take a punch. Well, I, I saw a lot of several memes that were like the Oscar goes to Chris Rock for standing there and keeping a straight face. And like, and he's like, he harnessed it. He already knew like what just happened? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I mean, guys, was there anything? What have we missed? I mean, there, there's just so much talk still happening right now, right? And you had mixed reaction. You had uh, like people, for example, Tiffany Haddish made a lot of headlines. She's very supportive of what Will Smith did, you know, sort of supporting his family, supporting his wife. Craig Melvin from the Today Show commented sort of disappointed in the moment. So it's the kind of thing that you've got, as, as we just discussed, there's a lot of different layers, a lot of different takes. One thing for sure if the Oscars wanted to make a splash, they didn't mean to do it this way, but everybody's talking Oscars. You are absolutely right. Well, guys, thank you so, so much for taking the time and, and, and just, yeah, wow, thanks. <laughs> thank you. All right, last night's Oscars were wild, but aside from all of the drama that unfolded near the end of the show, the night was packed with plenty of bright spots. Entertainment Weekly's Jared Hall joins us after the break to talk about the best, warm, and uplifting moments of the night. Stick around. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. 
Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. We are back, and well, after all the chaos from last night, it's hard to remember what else happened at the 94th Academy Awards, but there were several bright moments in the night that still managed to stick out and are something to make you smile. So joining me now to recap those moments is Entertainment Weekly's and my red carpet co-host, Jared Hall. Hey, Jared, thanks for joining. Hello, of course. Everyone I know has been talking about what tremendous, tremendous work Wanda Sykes, Regina Hall, and Amy Schumer did hosting, right? This year, the Academy hired three women to host because it's cheaper than hiring one man. (laughs) I thought they came out and set such a great tone for the entire night. They were funny. They were playing off of each other really well. The look of the show was different. You had that, like, you know, the lounge-style seating down front. Um, and it yeah. just, the entire mood and environment was different. And maybe it's because of, you know, timeliness and they're fresh on my mind. But um, I, I think they did exactly what was asked of them. They brought back a very uh, missing element from the show from the past few years. You know, we, we tried it with no hosts. Okay, fine, whatever. But I don't know. I really think you need them there because, like I said, they set a tone and a mood. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And things happen, you know, and even after. They sure do. You know, (laughs) you know, the moment everyone kept talking about. Um, They continued on and they rolled with it, right? I've been getting out of that Spider-Man costume. Did I miss anything? (laughs) There's like, there's like a different vibe in here. I wish we would have gotten Amy maybe a little sooner after the slap, but when she did come back, the joke was perfect. Yeah. Let's get into Coda. Going into the night, there was so much buzz around Power of the Dog being a heavy favorite with 12 nominations, but took home just one award for Best Director. Coda won Best Picture, and Troy Kotzer won for Best Supporting Actor and gave a moving speech. I just wanted to say that this is dedicated to the deaf community, the CODA community, and the disabled community. This is our moment. To my mom, my dad, and my brother Mark, they're not here today, but look at me now. I did it. How do you think CODA's success will lead to telling more inclusive stories like this one on screen? You know, as it is, sometimes it's hard to get people to watch foreign films with subtitles, and here you are. It is a movie in English, but with subtitles, and this movie proved people will watch because people will watch a good story. And uh, I have high hopes for what it will do for the deaf community. I am slightly worried that people will try to take advantage of the momentum and then put out bad stories. I say bring it on. We put a lot of of English spoken bad stories out there. Let's put some some bad (laughs) stories out there. Well, speaking of inclusivity, West Side Stories' Ariana DeBose 
became uh, the first openly queer Afro-Latina to win an acting award. She won a, a Black Man Won Best Oscar, a film about a deaf family won Best Picture in CODA. Are we finally starting to see a shift in the Academy Awards and, and in Hollywood in general? And, and I just have to point out, uh, you know, Will Packer producing uh, Black Man. You, you know, you had just diversity all through this show. First of all, shout out to Will Packer. He and his producing partner, they produced the hell out of that show. Yep. And it was good. I think a huge part of this can be attributed to the Academy expanding its membership and taking yeah. a look at who do we have here? We don't have the representation. And they took positive steps and they did it pretty quickly to change the the composition of their membership. But there, there were plenty of great speeches last night. And, and during her acceptance speech for Best Actress for her portrayal of Tammy Faye Baker, Jessica Chastain spoke up for the LGBTQ plus community. We're faced with um, discriminatory and bigoted legislation that is sweeping our country um, with the only goal of further dividing us. There's violence and hate crimes being perpetuated on innocent civilians all over the world. And in times like this, I think of Tammy, and I'm inspired by her radical acts of love. Here's the thing with Tammy Faye Baker. I mean, she was part of this husband-wife uh, televangelist duo, and so often being Christian means that you're also conservative, and Tammy Faye was not in those regards. She kind of lived what, you know, the Bible that she was reading preached. Her arms were open to everybody. She just couldn't fathom that people wouldn't love each other. And that coupled with everything that's in the news with Disney and, uh, you know, them supporting what's going on in Florida. Well, last but not least, we, we have to talk about Lady Gaga and Liza Minnelli presenting Best Picture. Liza is 76. She's an EGOT and Hollywood royalty. So how special was it for us to see her presenting last night? A lot of people were talking about this moment. They kept a secret who was going to be presenting and cut to it's Gaga and Liza Minnelli. Apparently, it was Lady Gaga who really wanted Liza Minnelli to be there. They've been friends for the better part of a decade, I believe was a little concerned about the confusion and not really knowing what was going on, but we know that Liza's kind of, you know, had some health problems on and off uh, through the years, and I don't know if any of that contributed. Um, but I, I, what I loved so much about the moment was Lady Gaga just standing there being with her, holding her and saying, I got you. Yeah, it was like the coming together of the generations and the talent. It was a beautiful moment. And I think a beautiful moment to end. What a show yes. on today. Thank you so much for joining us, Jared. And of thank course. you all for listening and processing everything with us today in real time. I'm still in shock that it all happened, but we will be back tomorrow with more of People Every Day. 